Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast, the Porsche Cool Podcast. My name's Michael, Michael Bath. You guys know me already. Most of you guys know me already, but I should always introduce myself because I know there's a lot of, uh, as I say lately, a lot of new listeners joining the podcast and joining it at later, later, <coughs> later, later, later episodes. Um, today we have another episode of Owner Stories. This is Tuesday's episode. Uh, full di- full disclosure, I'm going to tell you guys, full disclosure, I'm actually recording all these Owner Stories in advance. I did mention that, but you know, some of you ask me when I record them, well, today is the 22nd of December, so it's a few days before Christmas, and I'm recording uh, Owner Stories number 18. Uh, so you guys will be listening to this Tuesday, the 26th of January will be the day you'll be listening to it. That's when it's going to come live. Um, so I've done a few in advance just so that I don't have so many to do during the month of January. Could be a lot of things happening for me in my personal and normal workday life. Uh, so I thought I'd record some in advance so you guys don't miss out on owner stories during January. Um, someone asked me the other day that I was doing an owner stories with and said, am I stopping them after January? No, 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 I'm not stopping them. Um, I've got a, well, Steve actually had the idea. We have an idea for another it's sort of like an offshoot of owner stories. Uh, it's got, it's similar to owner stories. I'm not going to give it away yet because I want to save it for uh, the new year. And that's going to be another um, another series we're going to start on the podcast, uh, which I think you guys will actually love. Uh, it, it was a really good idea, and I have to admit it was actually Steve's idea. And it, uh, it, it's it's going to work really well uh, with owner stories and with um, <clears throat> our usual Fridays episode. I don't know if we'll have three episodes a week. I don't know if I can uh, keep up with three episodes a week. Uh, it's been a bit of a... Not a struggle, but it's it's been really, um, there's a lot of work to do just doing one podcast. This period of the year, I am actually recording them in advance. It's actually, uh, I have a, back, I'll, I'll just say that I have a backlog at the moment. I've been a little bit lazy over the last couple of days and I have a backlog, backlog of uh, editing to do. Anyway, just a little bit of an insight. I know some of you ask me how it all works and, and when I record them and, you know, the owner's stories and everything like that. So that's just a little bit of a, a little bit of an insight before we get uh, our next owner on the line. Um, I always say on the line, owner through Zoom. It's not a telephone line, is it? It's a Zoom line. It's Zooming. We're Zooming again. So these are always done by Zoom. Uh, This is the uh, podcast where uh, we connect with other Porsche owners. As I always say, every Porsche tells a different story and each owner has a story to tell. And that's what this uh, owner stories of the Porsche Cool Podcast is all about. Today, we have um, actually a Patreon Patreon Porsche exclusive member. If you haven't joined us on Patreon, the support really is a big help. Uh, it's going to help us buy equipment. We have a few members over there at the moment, about 13 or 14. Um, but just head over to Patreon, uh, do a search for Porsche Cooled, and you can join Porsche Cooled Exclusive. It's five US a month. Uh, it really does help us out. So if you can if you can support us there, that would be great. If not, you know, everything goes on as usual. It's okay. But any support is uh, is welcomed, is appreciated. Anyway, uh, the next, uh, the owner I'm, I'm bringing to you today is... Uh, and I'm going to check with him when he comes online. I think this is how he pronounces his name. It's Kestas. Uh, Kestas is, I believe, from Italy. I'm pretty sure he is in Italy. Yeah, he's between Rome and Florence in Italy. Uh, and he's just bought a nine. He's just bought a new. Uh, his first uh, 911. Um, I'm going to let him introduce it, even though it's in the title. I'm going to let him introduce it, and I think it'll be quite a good story. And I know I've seen images of his car, and I will. I will mention the uh, Instagram when we start going uh, into the conversation, but. His um his car looks very very good. It's got a lot of nice. It looks like it has a lot of nice options. I don't know much about uh, Kestas's story, um. So we're going to find that out very very shortly. So anyway, enough of me talking. I'm going to get uh, Zoom sorted out here. It's almost three p.m. in the afternoon, and I'm going to get Kestas and uh, get him to tell us his Porsche cooled owner story. Okay, welcome back everyone. Welcome back to Owner Stories. Like I said, this I don't know if I did say it actually. This is number eighteen. Um. 18 of the owner stories. Uh, we're going to hit 20 soon, which is good. So they're going to keep going. So today I have a I have another uh, first Porsche owner, and today we're joined on the podcast by, uh, with Kestas. Hi, Kestas. Hi, Michael. Hi, everyone. And Kestas um, comes from. Well, Kestas actually just told me then he's in Lithuania. Lithuania, Kestas. Now you're in Lithuania. Yeah, that's right. And but he lives. Um, Kestas has uh, reached out to me on Instagram. We've had a few messages on Instagram. He's also a Patreon member. Uh, he lives. He lives in Italy. He lives between Rome and uh, Florence. Um, and he's bought his first nine eleven. So I think that's where we'll start, and we'll get into the uh, into the first the first question or first thing that I'm interested in. Kestas is your first memories of seeing 
a Porsche or seeing a 911? Um, did it happen recently? Did it happen when you were a kid? Did you have a relative that owned a, a Porsche? Or is it something you've just sort of started to notice and thought, mm, yeah, I've got to get one of those? I think it is it is actually more 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 the latter. I remember when I was a kid, I was more you know noticing all these uh, uh, supercars and race cars and uh, whatever you know mainly in the movies. You know all the all the heroes, all the good guys. Let's say they were driving something really really nice. Yes, <laughs> that was definitely attractive. That was definitely attractive. And honestly, at that time, I didn't really uh, let's say knew uh, you know brands and where are they made and so on i think it probably started in the early school years uh, maybe when i was like uh, 10 10ish 8 i don't know whatever whatever that similar age um i i got really to know a lot of brands of cars by then i could even draw every single logo the way the way it looked oh, okay. like <laughs> so some of my some of my no- covers of my notebooks actually they were they were all painted in, in car logos. Yes. Uh, I'm sure Porsche was one of those. I even got some comments uh, from teachers that I should keep my notebooks tidier. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so uh, uh, but I mean, all the supercars, they were kind of supercars. And, you know, I was just fascinated by, by any, let's say, nice design, uh, fast, uh, powerful, uh, maybe even flashy. Then I think there was kind of nothing really major in between and then i think it was a probably as a teenager i started to uh, get uh, some of the car magazines you know it was mainly like uh, racing cars i remember at that time for some reason uh, among my friends we were very much into formula one uh, stuff uh, yes. for 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 a few years like you know cars of nigel mansell nelson pk and these kind of you know uh, arton senna alan Prost, you know yeah. all these cars they were you know i had a wall wall of posters on my uh, in my room uh that was kind of another big flash of the of the cars uh, in my life but then again there was not much in between and then i, I think it was something like uh, probably it was the late student years i guess i could i could smell maybe maybe i should start planning for one <laughs> yes <laughs> so so i started to think okay maybe i should uh, read something a bit more um, uh, more 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 serious well serious i mean i, I started to to buy like a car magazine evo uh, um, i bought a few uh, uh, i think there are a few magazines on porsche so i started to to read actually uh, about you know and uh, one thing I for sure didn't want, I didn't want something that is, you know, uh, super flashy where people would go on the street. Oh, look, 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 look at this car yeah. on the street. You know, that was not my my pick, to be honest. At the same time, I wanted it to be sort of a practical, serviceable, uh, something that um, it's not that you just uh, drive uh, for an hour, you know, a month uh, just to show off or whatever. <laughs> you know, uh, but something that actually you could enjoy driving, uh, you could be outside, you could explore some, I don't know, beautiful scenery, uh, drive with friends, yeah. or meet up with friends. That was my kind of thinking, okay, that, that, that's kind of car I should, um, I should be looking for. And I think, I think after, after, after some point, actually, I zoomed in a little bit, kind of the, the, uh, the, the list became, became shorter. So I noticed that, okay, maybe there are some, uh, uh, some uh, like jaggy type, beautiful, not practical at all. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you know, uh, things like, you know, all the Ferraris, nice, but yes. not practical. I mean, uh, all the maintenance stories you hear, maintenance bills you hear about, no, not, uh, not, uh, not, uh, not something I want to get into. Uh, some nice Alfa Romeos, like old Spider convertible, beautiful cars. Yes. I mean, really beautiful cars. But I wanted something that is uh, maybe a bit more, uh, more uh, should I say, more special than that. So uh, then I came back to the uh, kind of, I think it was drifted naturally almost into, into, into Porsches. Because first of all, iconic shape. I mean, this is such an icon. Yes. This is such an icon of, of, of design. Uh, it's 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 just beautiful full stop yes absolutely <laughs> so so before that though Kestast, before that did had you been in had you 
had anyone that you were friends with or family, had they owned a 911? Had anyone owned a Porsche? Had no, you actually, actually, been in one? Uh, actually not in my family, no. Uh, but I had some colleagues actually that were kind of freaks of Porsche. Uh, some of them were in 911s, uh, but more like people... Uh, at that time, I was, you know, uh, starting my professional career, so I was kind of a kind of a rookie, you know. So, so people with new Porsches were somebody I was I was like looking up to, yes, somebody yes. in the let's say senior senior guys in the company, or whatever. But actually, I had some 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 friends, you know, uh, some friends who uh, who had like a nine two eight at the time okay. and a nine four four at the time. So let's say. Uh, uh, in a way, simpler, <laughs> yeah, simpler yeah. Porsche. It's still, still very much a Porsche. Yes. And uh, after a few, you know, drives, I was just, you know, sure, this is it. I mean, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then you, then you, you know, you're starting to work. You're, you're, you're making your way up the corporate ladder or, or whatever the profession is you do, and then you realize, not that long ago, I guess, not that long ago, you think, okay, now I'm in the stage of my life. And I know this feeling. I've, I've been in the same position as you. We've all been in that same spot where you think, okay, I can do this. You know, those, those pictures in Car Magazine and Evo Magazine that tempted me for so long that I thought was unattainable. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, I can do this. So when did right. you realize you thought, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this soon? <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's funny, actually, because uh, I, know, I know I can do it and it's kind of like, uh, right, you know, uh, when is it this year next year is it autumn is it spring you know uh, so i was at this point uh, of decision uh ah, probably uh, i don't know maybe uh, 15 years ago to be honest for the okay. first time <laughs> 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 but then but then you know how it goes it's uh, uh kids uh, second kid third kid the house is too small you need a bigger house then you move around i mean it seems like it seems like you take longer to make up your mind than i do Kestas. could be could people be, say could i be. people say i take too long <laughs> yeah well yeah so so probably I'm, I'm longer so you know you have to uh let's say manage the kind of uh, priorities in the in the family somehow yes and then uh, I, th- I think also an- another thing that actually I, I lived abroad uh, quite a bit in different places and I mean not all those places are where I would like to drive that kind of car so it was also kind of added to a bit to a postponement of of, of this decision and then I think at some point uh, you know um, there was like no discussion in the family to be honest I, I remember even a few years ago a few, I don't know, uh, maybe seven, eight <laughs> or something. Yeah. I even got the, as an addition to my birthday present for my from my family. I got a, a little four uh, uh, S nine nine seven kind of a oh, toy really? car because okay. they said, "Here it is. We know you are after it. You know that's the one uh, <laughs> you want." So uh, we are sure there will be the day. But you know, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, here it is, and we. We're looking forward for you to get the real one. And I mean, uh, from then on, uh, yeah, so, it's been a bit of a time. So the, the car you found, right, which we'll get into yeah. now, the car you found, yeah. wait, wait, did the car find you? Did it, did it find you in a way that where it had just appeared and you thought, okay, now's the time I'm going to buy it? Or did you decide, I'm going to search now, I'm going to do this now, this is the right time, my kids have got grown up a little bit, I have some money. I'm going to go buy the car or were you looking and it just sort of like, Oh, I've got to get that car. Uh, actually, I think I found the car to be honest, uh, because actually I, I made this sort of, okay, I buy it now kind of decision actually this spring uh, because I thought, okay, all those practical stuff, in the, things in the family are all set. Yes. Uh, I, I, I live in Italy, so what can be better, you know, so let's do it. Absolutely. Uh, you know? And then I started to search uh, to search for a car uh, on online, uh, of course, uh, portals, all sorts of portals. Um, I was quite sure it must be a 4S. I mean, there were also a long way until I came to that uh, conclusion. And is that, uh, sorry, Kestas, is that because yeah. of where you live? Is that because of the, you wanted the 4S because of the... The, the climate and where you live or you just like the idea of the Carrera 4 better? What, what was it about the 4S that you want? Or was it the, the shape of the body? Uh, I think it is two things. First of all, shape of the body uh, because that's sort of... Uh, I, I was actually very clear that I, as a first Porsche, 
I shouldn't get a Turbo S or, or GT3, something like that, because you end up, I mean, a lot of people end up in a ditch in a couple of months. So, <laughs> so, so that is not, uh, not, not the first one, uh, yes. for sure. Not the first one. Then of course the other, the, the next one, which is white body. I wanted a white body because I believe it's beautiful. It's more beautiful. Yes. Uh, that's a 4S. Uh, that has to be a, a, a 4S. Uh, so I was looking for 4S, and then I think I landed on 997 uh, because uh, Generation 2 specifically. Uh, because, uh, uh, okay, 996, I mean, nothing wrong with that car, to be honest. Uh, but also looking at the age a little bit and the um, uh, reviews I read about build quality and let's say, I was convinced. Okay, I, I need I need to uh, let's say step up to nine and seven. So uh, okay. it's it's kind of closer, also in classic look. Uh, the way the lights are designed, the way the shape, uh, the pro, the silhouette is looking. So nine and seven was this is it, and it's a white body. Then uh, the famous PDK came into the picture. Yes. <laughs> so so I'm actually the guy who who wanted a PDK. So then uh, it naturally naturally it became generation two. Yes, uh, and uh, honestly, before PDK, I was not so much of a let's say uh, automatic gear kind of drive, uh, unless it is a family car. Uh, so, so from Porsche point of view, it kind of didn't matter to me. But then when PDK came out, I mean, there were so many great reviews about it, so many great comments, you know. And I was like, okay, I mean, then maybe, you know, uh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't overlook it. At no, all. there's there's nothing wrong with the PDK transmission. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's it's supposed to be fantastic, um, absolutely right. fantastic. But right. was there a reason why? I just want to ask this question before we go into yeah. the nine nine seven further. Was there a reason why you didn't look at the nine nine one point one? Yes, uh, actually, I, I looked at a few. Uh, but then I went back. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the, the, the reason being, okay, uh, for, first of all, there is, uh, I mean, uh, there, there was certain budget I wanted to more or less to, to fit in. But actually, at the end of the day, probably the uh, the money I spent on a 997 2 s 4 is uh, probably I could, I could get a 9 and 1 as well. Uh, but uh, surprisingly, uh, the cars that I saw actually that they were available on sale for, let's say, during last uh, nine, 12 months, that's kind of the period when I started scouting, they were actually not uh, well equipped, to be okay. honest. I mean, I could, so, so I was like, okay, uh, do I buy something, you know, uh, just a newer, nicer? Uh, probably even larger. Uh, uh, then again, discussions. Okay, is it uh, comfortable? Too comfortable? Uh, uh, too electric? Yeah. Uh, less electric? So, so, so there were a, a bit of a mixed, uh, a mixed uh, picture on the comments. But I think the main showstopper for me was that actually, if I want to really buy a well-optioned uh, nine and one, uh, I probably need to add another, uh, let's say. Uh, five-digit uh, number yeah. to my budget, uh, surely. So it, it was partly due to price, but you actually did... Would you say you like the 997 shape better than the 991 shape? I think so. I think so, actually. And yeah. also detail, the, the lights. I think, I, think, I think from 991 onwards, and now especially when I look at the 992, it's beautiful, but I don't know. It, it has something this... Uh, I don't know if it's the right word, but uh, there are many. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it almost. I, I don't want to offend anyone, but no, no, it, to me, it, <laughs> it looks like almost like some kind of a super advanced uh, Toyota or something. I mean, okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, the, the the tail, the lights. Uh, they are uh, to me a bit step away from Porsche. If you right. look from the back, I mean, the shape and everything is is is, per is perfect. Uh, but it's, it's kind of, it's too busy. I mean, to me, Porsche is kind of laconic. Uh, it's one of those simple, laconic, clear yeah. uh, associations. And I think probably 997 is the one that is sort of maybe it, last of this laconic. Yeah, I understand <laughs> what you mean. I mean, it's weird with the 991. And I, I kind of agree with what you said. You know, I was never, I'm never a fan of the 991. But now the 992's come out. Mm. Do you think the 991 looks better? Yes. It does, in the, right? In the, it still in, looks better. Yeah, it still looks the, in, quite yeah. analog, original. It yes. doesn't, you know, all of a sudden the 992 looks far removed from everything else. Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah I fully agree. Fully agree with that. Yeah, all right. I fully agree so, with 
we've started to talk about it. We haven't really introduced it properly. So let let all the listeners know what you actually purchased, what your car is, um, the year and and the color, etc. And and also, um, Kestas, the options that your car came with. Right. So it was a 2011 uh, November uh, 997 Gen 2 uh, for GTS. Uh, it's black uh, color uh, outside and it's beige inside. And let's say beige inside for me, it was an absolute must have. Uh, exterior color, it's not that it's a must have, but I, was, I wanted it to be dark. Uh, maybe I would have preferred the uh, uh, let's say dark blue or dark green. I mean, some of those uh, kind of colors. Yes. But then again, I mean, when you when you are on the secondhand market, I mean, at some point you 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 have to make a trade off somewhere. Yes. And uh, you know, black was uh, I mean, it's perfectly perfectly fine color. looks looks good on on a nine nine seven. And I think I was making a trade off between the let's say options in the car. Uh, what it had and kind of perfect fit <laughs> from yeah. the color point of view. I mean, the car uh, looks beautiful. It really does. I, I mean, I'm looking at your Instagram and I've seen the photos before. It's a really, and I'll just tell the listeners while you're talking. If you go to uh, Kestas's in, Instagram, it's 9.9 written out, dot seven written out. So go to 9.9.7 and you can see pictures of the car while he's talking about it. Okay, sorry, Kestas. Yeah. Uh, so, so actually, the the, the option the option list uh, was uh, something that kind of really convinced me because first of all, I, I, I was not uh, honestly looking for a GTS because I knew it was so rare. I mean, relatively speaking, it was yes. so rare that to have the options, the color color of the interior, the color of the exterior, uh, sunroof I wanted. Uh, I mean, you 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 know, it's not yeah. the, it's not the new car that you spec. So I had yes. to let's say stop somewhere. So I was looking for a forest, but then actually I came. I came to see this car that I that I uh, kind of uh, made an appointment for, and in the same the same uh, the same reseller actually he had this uh, GTS standing there, and I was like, is that a is that a GTS? Okay, let's uh, let's comp- let's look at that. So, uh, uh, frankly speaking, I came I came to uh, test drive and to check out a completely different car. But then, uh, then so there what was, was the car? Gigi. Sorry, because that's what was the car you went to look at? What Porsche was the car you went to look at? It was it was also back uh, black and beige nine nine seven two. It had it had a bit less mileage on the on the clock. I think it was fairly, I would say, fairly pristine. I mean, it really looked fantastic. Uh, Mm, it, it had something like 23, 25,000 kilometers on the clock. So Carrera it was, S? It, was it a Carrera, Carrera S? Carrera 4S. It was oh, a 4S. Carrera 4S. Okay. Yeah. So you so went I to was, see I that. Was, Sorry, go on. Go on. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking for 4S. I mean, that was that was I was uh, the model I was looking for. And this was a, a beauty. I mean, it was really seriously a beauty. And then there was this GTS standing next to it, which <laughs> I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then, uh, of course, uh, we looked. Uh, yeah, you 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 jump in. You open the trunk, the trunk. The uh, you sit inside. You you know. Yeah. You, you you get that kind of feel, and uh, you know next next thing that happens, you know, okay, uh, let's look at some papers. Let's look at some history of the car, and um, let's book a test drive. <laughs> yeah. So how many so kilometers? How many kilometers did the the your car have the career for yeah so actually when i when i snapped it up it had uh, 20 uh, sorry 72 on the clock uh, okay. so it it was more uh, but uh, again uh, i mean looking at the service history and then um, you know reading many things about Porsches for for many years i mean basically i think there is a pretty much a consensus saying that look i mean if the history is there yeah it's a Porsche. <laughs> so you bought this from a like a specialist dealer, not from a Porsche yeah. dealership. Specialist yeah, dealer. actually, correct, uh, correct. Actually, I, it's kind of interesting process because I, of course, you start to look at any kind of ads and portals and whatever. Then I, uh, I think the one that worked for me best, and I believe probably if you are looking for a car in Europe, uh, this might be a good source. Uh, it's a Auto Scout Twenty Four. Okay. It has yeah. uh, it has a collection of cars from many countries. So I was looking at the websites of uh, 
naturally Italy, then uh, France, Austria, Germany, Switzerland, basically, because this is something that is very easy for me to reach. And uh, then the, I figured out there are different kind of vendors. I mean, there are, of course, uh, let's say owners that tell, okay, this is my car, and for this and that reason, I need to sell it. And the, the, the nice thing about those kind of sellers is that they really can tell you in and out uh, all the history, uh, what did they do, what they didn't do, uh, how they drove, uh, track, no track, I mean, all, all, all that stuff. So that is great, but, uh, but this is, but this is the, 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 the only, only car you, you, you can look at. Then yeah. there are actually sellers uh, that uh, they sell pretty much anything. And, you know, I, I, I looked at a couple of Porsches at these kind of vendors, and uh, I realized that it's, it's I mean, you know, I, I know about the car without seeing it much more than they do. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, true. So, their, their so, knowledge, so, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Their, their knowledge is so poor, so that it's kind of almost no fun talking to them, except <laughs> that, you know, you, you, you just go have a look at the car. If you see that the condition is not what you want or documentation is what would you want. You don't even want to, to test drive. So actually, I just walked away like this a couple of times. Right. The guys go like, are you like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, came, I, came, uh, I came across uh, the seller that's actually specializing in Porsches. Okay. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a guy, it's a, it's a family business, which is based very close to Frankfurt. So also logistically, it was extremely convenient for me. Yes. Uh, flying in half an hour, you are in their office. Um, and so they sell something like around 20 cars a month, okay. something like that. They keep a stock. They told me maybe 70, 80 cars. Uh, so they, they, they so cannot only, even, you know. Sorry, Kestas. Only, only Porsche? Porsches. Only Porsche. Yeah, only okay. Porsche, yeah. So they had a couple of Boxsters. They had a couple of uh, Macans, Cayennes. So they had 993s. Uh, yeah, and okay. uh, they have they had also of course a few 997s and 991s, but uh, Porsche that, that that was the only thing that okay. they do, which which was then honestly from let's say a buyer experience it made a hell of a difference uh, because you can compare, you can relate, you can oh how about yes. this versus 993 or six or yes. 991 yeah. or whatever. You know, and they, 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 they really can give you, uh, you know, a, a history of how different options developed and why yeah. something is in and why something is not in. Uh, so it, it was actually very well-informed seller. Which, it's a better uh, which, experience, isn't it? It's a much better yeah, experience because exactly, you, want, you exactly. want it to be enjoyable as well. And like you said, you want, to, you want to talk to someone that actually knows what they're talking about. Unfortunately, you know, I, I have actually heard, you know, over the last few owner stories I've record, recorded, you know, people who have bought, 911s from dealers who don't deal in 911s and just tell them anything you know what i mean like they yeah. just tell them anything and and most of the, and some of the times the information is not even correct um right. and that that's that's a bit of a struggle if it's your first first Porsche so when you go into this right. dealer i want to go back to yeah. that th that time so you're going in there to look at this 4S yeah and then you I see the, the GTS and you see the GTS is the GTS stands out because you knew it was a GTS, or you you noticed the wheels? You saw that it was it looked uh, like it was well optioned. I saw optioned. I saw I saw a central locking wheels, and I was like, okay, but it's not a GT3, so it must be a GTS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that much I knew. So then then, then actually we started to uh, to talk about it, and uh, uh, it turned out that the car okay, it had a bit more on the clock, uh, but uh, the history was uh, let's say fully fully recorded uh, then uh, i noticed that on the on the options list uh, they had uh, uh, actually brand new that car was uh, close to 150k euros so i mean uh, yes. it uh, they, they put uh, pretty much anything that they could put one thing that actually i was a bit uh, worried about <laughs> one of the options is actually uh, pccb brakes yeah uh, but th this is something that i was like hmm Okay, should I, should I, is that an advantage or is that a disadvantage? So that was something that uh, sort of uh, kept me thinking for a while. Um, and then I think uh, what, what made me decide uh, that probably it's more an, an advantage. Uh, it, it's, it, okay, it's, it's super effective, it's the best break you can have, period. Yes. 
then uh, the only disadvantage is, of course, when you have to replace them. But I mean, instead of replacing them every, I don't know, 20,000 kilometers, you replace them probably every 200,000 kilometers. So yeah, that's 180. So it yeah, doesn't, so. yeah, because you don't have to replace them. I mean, purely for looks alone, though, Castas, purely for looks uh -huh. alone. I mean, your wheels are black. Um, and yeah. I'm going to get to that. But the black wheel with the yeah. yellow caliper is just fantastic yeah. especially with the black car it's always it's yes. always a great look and yeah and i understand yeah. your concern for ceramics i mean i know ceramics yeah. they can be temperamental right they can be temperamental yeah. depending on the temperature Is that but I, I didn't discover that yet to be honest because okay uh, i never had this car at below zero okay uh so maybe maybe that's why but honestly even if i start driving in the morning okay winter now in italy can be like plus five so relatively cold uh where, where where i live but you know i i always warm up the car i always wait you know the 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 cooling liquid to go up to let's say at least 80 degrees uh so it kind of it's warmed up for let's say 10 minutes at least then i drive uh i, I didn't really notice anything that would uh, make me hesitate or make me uncomfortable or or make a strange sound sound like some people say yes uh nothing of that Actually, okay. it's 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 just perfectly it's it's perfect brake. And um, uh, when I was test driving the car, it was another very fun experience. We can go back to, but you know, when when you push that brake, I mean, man, the car stops. It stops very quickly. <laughs> yes, it, it would take a bit of getting used to, right? Once you bought yeah. the car, it would take a little bit of yeah. getting used to, I think, for sure, because the stopping yeah. power is a lot, much, much improved. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, let but me it, ask it, it you, does, does look fantastic. Yeah, it does. Let look me fantastic. ask you about the wheels on your car. Obviously, the central right. locking is is standard yeah. on GTS, and I think some people do opt out and they can just get a standard wheel right. if they want, right? Right. The black the black wheels with the silver trim are they were they an option, or are they standard uh, on the Carrera Four GTS? I think uh, I think I think they they option for black, but they are standard on GTS. The central lock is standard. Uh, I think I think the the first owner they they opted for for black to match uh, to match the color of the car. But the wheels uh, are nice though because it does have the silver lip. The silver lip yeah. actually makes it you know it's 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 much nicer with yeah. the silver lip. Much nicer. Um, and I your agree. car also has the decal on the side of the door, which I which I'm a big fan of that decal. I think it looks good on the on the G, on the GTS. That's a nice yeah. option. Well, out of everything in the car, I mean, it's obviously a heavily optioned car, and you haven't mm -hmm. listed everything yet, but. What's your favorite option so far that, of having owned the car for for the last few months? Uh, okay, PDK, no doubt. Uh, uh, ceramic brakes, uh, yes. Uh, then another maybe, uh, yeah, sunroof. I, I I like it actually because you know when the weather was nicer, I, I used to open and you know when you are on the on the highway, no, but when you are on the B road uh, or or a C yeah. road. It's a fantastic feeling, actually. It's 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 really nice. So aircon off, and uh, you just open it. It 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 feels great. I always I, okay, um, <laughs> I always forget to open mine. I, I, yeah? I sometimes I even forget I've got a sunroof. I don't think I've opened it hardly at all. <laughs> okay, it's nice. Try it. Try it. You you <laughs> might like it. <laughs> you might like it. Then another actually fun fun option I would say, but it's kind of practical and useful is that it has these dynamic headlights. So when you turn. Uh, your your headlights kind of also oh, burn okay. together with the car. So when you drive on a twisty, when you are coming back home, uh, when it's already dark, uh, on a twisty V road, it's actually very very helpful. Uh, very very helpful. Um, uh, cruise car, control I used perfect. Yes. Uh -huh. does, does your car have the Sports Plus button? The Chrono Pack. Oh does yes. It have the Chrono oh, yes. And the Sports Plus. Yes. 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 It's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's that's the best, isn't that the best? Uh, to me, I reckon, yeah. I think that if I was if if I went and bought a nine nine seven point two PDK or even a nine oh one PDK, I think I want I want the Sport Plus button. Yeah, I want yeah, the, I, the I was looking wheel, for that. Actually, sports wheel correct. With the paddle shifters. Yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, Chrono Plus package was one of these must-have options I was looking for in even in a 4S. So for me, that was that was important, and precisely for that bottom. Now. Uh, when I was doing a test drive, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the seller, the guy, okay, he said, you know, I, I'll show you everything it can do. I said, yes. all right. <laughs> and then, you know, you're in Germany, you're in the Autobahn, and, you know, the sky is the limit. And you are sitting there, and, and, and basically, okay, he pushed the button. Now he said, you know, just floor your accelerator 
and don't let it go. Just when at the point when you will be scared, yes. don't be scared. Just let it go. I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds interesting. Okay, so I, I I floored the car, and I mean it jumped to uh, before I noticed uh, we were like two hundred thirty kilometers an hour. I mean, you know. It's, what it's, the best place it, in the it, world? It, it, the best place in the world to <laughs> test drive a Porsche in Germany? Yes, I mean, absolutely. Of all yes, the places, you know, I think yes. that's that's the pick, <laughs> isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, my goodness. So then it was something like two thirty. I kind of still remember it. It was something like two thirty four. Uh, I think <laughs> I, I I I I just lifted my foot because I just you know it was uh, uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> It was too much. I thought, you know, maybe I shouldn't do it now. Uh, yeah. and the car is not even mine, and we are two. There are two of us. So, <laughs> so after after that test drive, that was it. You would you decided on the car. That was yeah. it. You had to do the deal yeah. for the car. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the the handling was great. The sound was great. By the way, there's another important option, and was a must have for me was a sport exhaust. Okay. It makes a beautiful sound, and it actually, it, uh, I think, it makes a more beautiful sound than uh, than PSC option on a 4S. So right. uh, uh, I don't know exactly what technically is different and why that sound is is, is different, but it is a slightly a kind of a lower note. Okay. Uh, kind of yeah, yeah. I don't beautiful. I don't know this answer, Kestas. The the four GTS. Mm-hmm. Over the, just the normal 4S, how much more power does it have? Quite a bit. Of, it has more power, though. Uh, right? It's a 408 versus 385, so it's 23 horsepower. 23 horsepower, which may make a difference to the sound as well. Could be, could be actually. Yeah, you might have a point there. Yeah, so so probably the engine power is also uh, one of the contributors. But actually, what, what, what the guy is selling me the car, and I, I kind of trust him, he said that, uh, yeah, it's, uh, the, the, the sport exhaust on the GTS is slightly different uh, from the 4S. Oh, okay. Oh, right. So, so it's but, a slightly but, throatier type exhaust. It's yeah, got more of a throatier something sound like that. to it. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I think but you've got the great... I, I love it. You've got the great options. I mean, to have the Sports Plus with the PSE... Is, is ideal mm. and and you know it just makes the PDGA perfect. You know what I mean? It really does. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and yeah. you've already seen that. So, okay, so you decide to do the deal. You're in Frankfurt. Mm. You're at this dealer. Um, do you do any other further inspections on the car, or do you trust the records the dealer has? Do you trust the dealer's uh, um, reputation? What do you do? Uh, actually, I, I did two things. One, I googled up about the dealer. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Regardless of how nice the showroom is and nice guy and whatever, uh, I googled up. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, I read some reviews and uh, basically everybody was, I mean, the, the, the feedback that I could come across was super positive of the, uh, of the owners, uh, which was kind of uh, coinciding with my impression. I think there was somebody unhappy, but unhappy due to the fact that he was, uh, I don't know, uh, too slow to respond to something. So, I mean, it's not about the car or, or anything like that. I mean, yep. just maybe the, the, some some other buyer was very demanding in terms of, I don't know, response time or something. So, uh, so actually, that was one check. Second check, I, I asked him actually about PPI uh, from, uh, from a dealer. Yes. Uh, and uh, actually, he said, look, uh, I, you, I always check all the cars before I sell. And if I find something that is not right, I simply don't sell. I, I, I value my name and uh, that's it. But then, but I said, okay, can you give me some kind of printout, some kind of checklist or, or, or something that, uh, you know, uh, I can look into more detail. He said, no, he didn't have it. Uh, and then I said, okay, can you do a PPI for me? But he was actually said, yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, I simply, you know, uh, uh, I don't know exactly how much a PPI would cost if I would go to a dealer myself. But basically, I, I said, look, I transfer you 300 euros. You you bring it back and forth. Uh, send me a list, a checklist. That's it. Okay. But actually, he was he was a nice guy. He he did it. He brought it to a Porsche, one of the Porsche dealers in Frankfurt. So I got a nice uh, okay. Porsche printout with a checklist, and uh, there was nothing major on it. I found uh, a few a few sm- actually they they found some small uh, small thing like uh, I think uh, 
like a parking, one of the parking sensors was not functioning well, so they just replaced it, which is right. fine. <laughs> the car, the and car's then, out of warranty yeah. though, right? When you buy it, sorry, yeah. just yeah, up, it when, was out of warranty. Yeah, yeah. And when it you was buy, when you buy from yeah. Germany, I'm not sure of the rulings here. When you buy from a dealer mm. in in Frankfurt in Germany, is mm. there any warranty from that dealer when you buy the car? Is there any other further protection, or once you drive it out, it's your responsibility? Well, uh, uh, there, there is a certain protection as a seller, uh, but a very, very limited one. So uh, what I what I did afterwards is actually I bought a two-year warranty, uh, which is almost, uh, let's say, uh, identical to, um, to a Porsche-approved warranty. It's just that it's not from Porsche. Maybe it costed like a couple of hundred euros less, but let's say, give or take, it is a thousand euros a year. Right. Uh, for that kind of warranty, and you get a warranty on on, on most of not on wear and tear, but on uh, let's say mechanical uh, failures, uh, things like that. I mean, so so it's actually very close. So so that one I bought I bought uh, on top. Okay. That one I, I bought on top. Does the warranty cover? Does it cover you know brakes and clutch and wearables or? Or not not that in depth. Uh, uh, no, we are in tier. No, but let's say if there would be a breakdown, I don't know. Let's say if uh, if they would, if somebody would mess up my ceramic brakes while changing winter wheels, uh, yes. that is covered. Okay, okay, that's for great. Yeah. So yeah. you so the deal is really helpful. He gets a PPI done for you at Porsche. Nothing really yeah. else shows up. So that's it. Just the parking right. sensor. Nothing serious at all. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. They they, they had front front bumper sprayed, uh, but you know at the same time I think you know uh, the car is nine years old. Uh, yes. It's uh, I think it's just you know uh, taking somebody was taking good care of the car. It's that's common. How I, yeah, uh, common thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a common thing. So. There's nothing mechanical. There's nothing electronic. So uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So that took like a week or so, or a couple of weeks, and then then you yeah. decide, okay, that's it. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna do the deal now. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, one week after my visit, the did a PPI, and then the following weekend, I just flew in to pick it up. Okay, and that's what I want to talk about next because I, you sent me that right. message, and I was very envious when you told me. Um, but ah. you picked it up in Frankfurt, yeah, and then you yeah. drove it back home. So tell the listeners yeah. about the drive back home because this is this is the thing. You know, you bought you bought your first nine eleven. <laughs> Let's set the yeah. scene here, Kestas. You bought your first nine eleven. You've done the deal. You're sitting in it. You're driving out of the dealer in Frankfurt, and you know you've yeah. got a great drive ahead of you because you're driving from Frankfurt uh, back to uh, where you live uh, between Rome and Florence, in Italy, yeah. and you drive yeah. in Italy through Switzerland. So tell the Absolutely. listeners about that experience because I'm sure people will be well, interested. Well, uh, you know, it, it, it's fantastic. It, it's like a honeymoon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 9/11 honeymoon. I mean, seriously, because uh, first of all, you know, uh, driving on uh, on autobahn. I mean, you can do whatever you want speed-wise, you know. So so that's uh, that's a fantastic experience, you know, to enjoy, you know. Uh, uh, to feel the car, to feel the speed, uh, you know, uh, to hear the sound, uh, you know, to try with PSC, without PSC, uh, you know. <laughs> so you're testing it. You're you testing <laughs> everything on the drive. You're testing yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know, you 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 stop at the gas station. Then you you know, you see all these bunch of people, you know, uh, turning uh, turning and uh, yes. looking at your car. Uh, it's uh, yeah, which which doesn't doesn't happen when you drive. I think, uh, uh, let's say, less uh, sporty car. Yes, <laughs> probably. yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was a new a new feeling. Then uh, then actually, I, I drove through Switzerland because uh, for a couple of reasons. One is that I have I have some friends there. Actually, a friend of mine there. Uh, we were talking with him a couple of years ago that uh, we should get a Porsche, and he was kind of also onto four four S. So. Uh, but uh, it happened so that I was the first one to buy it. So, uh, so I said, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> so <I> said, All right. <laughs> All right. Cool. And then, and then second reason, of course, it is a shortest, uh, shortest distance uh, where I had to go. And then I, I read a lot about all these, you know, beautiful roads in Switzerland, in the, in the Alps, you know. So, uh, so there were multiple reasons. I mean, I, I couldn't miss Switzerland. No way. And uh, the beauty was um, also maybe something that was a bit surprising driving Porsche was, I thought, you know, um, 
you get into a car which is super powerful, super fast, uh, way, uh, you know, after all that test drive, I even realized, man, I have to go to some driving classes or something, you right. know, because just to just to make sure I, 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 um, <laughs> I, I can do this yeah. properly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, then, and then I thought, uh, you know, it might be quite difficult actually to, uh, to drive under the speed limit, which you are not worried in Germany too much. Yes. Uh, but in Switzerland, you have to be worried. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, my, my surprising thing in the experience is that actually it's not that difficult at all to 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 keep the to uh, to to follow the speed limit in a Porsche, and not at all. Reason, reason being is that you know I drive uh, I drive uh, Range Rover and Audi, say other otherwise. Yep. And uh, in those cars, they are let's say so silent and so smooth that. You uh, you don't really notice you know when you are you know uh, close or even slightly over uh, with Porsche due to the fact that you hear it I mean yeah. you really hear it yeah uh, I mean it has to be a really conscious decision to to push to I don't know what 150 or 80 or yeah. even or, or even more it really has to be a conscious decision. So from that point of view, it's actually much easier. You know, yeah. I, I, that, that, that was a nice surprise, I must say. That was a nice surprise. So there I'm in Switzerland, you know, and, uh, and you know, uh, next thing I do, of course, I look up all these beautiful roads uh, on, uh, there are a couple of uh, nice apps like uh, Ultima Drives, like Roads. Uh, um, uh, so then I pick a few, uh, a few passes on the, on the way home and I, I, I go through Furka, there was one that I wanted to do, but it was already closed. There was too much snow on it. Okay, I was going to ask. End of, end of October. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. How was the weather when you were driving back? Was it quite clear, or was it still bad weather? Germany was a bit cloudy and 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 and, and wet, but that was okay. Uh, Switzerland was perfect. It was blue sky. It was blue sky, sunshine, and uh, you know there was already some snow in the mountains. So okay. it was it was it was really beautiful. So then. Uh, then I took a few drives uh, close to Lake Lucerne. Yes. Uh, beautiful little villages. Uh, and since it was weekend, actually, there were plenty of other Porsche owners actually oh, okay. driving by. It was really fun because, you what know, a, you meet yeah. the car and people wave, you know, yeah, they, really? you don't know each other. People <laughs> wave at you. And, you what know, a great experience, like, though. Yeah, what a great, great experience. You know? Because you're so and, happy. And, and, you know, you're so happy yeah. from picking up this car. And then yeah, this drive yeah. that, that, you know, some of us just want to go to Switzerland and go to Italy and do these roads. And you have the, yeah. you're lucky enough to be able to do this on your first drive back with your 911. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's great. Yeah, so so it, it was another unexpected thing is what, what, it got actually social. I mean, I, I you know, uh, you know, they meet and talk about these cars because, I mean, most of the owners are quite passionate about, uh, about, about their, their, their Porsches. Uh, but I was I was surprised that you know uh, least of all things in Switzerland where you know uh, privacy and discretion is kind of you know uh, people are a lot about that. I mean people wave they they talk to you <laughs> when you stop to uh, to take a picture or something. Yes. They go like, oh how many horsepower which 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 year uh, you know so you immediately get get into discussion you know and then off you go. It was it was fantastic. It was it was really fantastic. <laughs> Oh, that's great. So then, you get the car back home. You're back in. You're back home yeah. in Italy. Um, what is there anything? So, what month was this when you bought the car? What month this uh, year? End of October. End of October. Like so, end 26, of seven, eight, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the end of October. So you get the car back to to Italy. Um, you've had the car for a few months. Is there anything that you that you think you need to improve on the car? Is there anything you want to do with the car? It seems like it's it's pretty perfect as it is, but was there anything that you yeah, thought about? Yeah, I, th I think uh, I think it is pretty perfect. Actually, a few things. Um, as a new owner and also as a rookie owner, <laughs> it's my first uh, first Porsche. Um, I, I did a few things. One, uh, I have a garage, of course. Uh, so first of all, I bought two things. One is the cover for the garage <laughs> for the for the indoors. Uh, second, I bought a, a SeaTech trickle charger because yep. you know as long as you're not driving every day, but let's say twice a week or something, uh, I understood it's good to have. So uh, those yes. two things went in uh, straight away. Uh, then, uh, then I was waiting for my winter tires. Actually, I, I agreed with the, with the seller that they will take care of my winter tires and winter wheels. Uh, 
And by the way, uh, discussing with many other, uh, even when I was discussing with Porsche dealerships, because yep. I looked at some Porsche approved, yep. I was always asking, okay, what about winter tires? Yep. And surprisingly, in most of the cases, uh, they were included because the previous owner had it and, 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 and so on. So actually, uh, don't uh, at least in Europe, don't forget to ask about that because uh, most likely you oh. will get them just like that. Okay, yeah. I'm just looking so, at your Instagram, uh-huh. Gustus. I didn't realize. So yeah. you, your winter tires, you've got a pair of, you've got a second set of wheels. Yeah, correct. And correct. I so got that a second, came uh, that came with the car. Uh, well, the tires came. The wheels I paid for. Are oh, you paid for? So you bought <laughs> yeah, a new but, set. Uh, so the wheels you have as your winter tires are the GTS wheel in just the silver, right? So this, they're exactly right. the same wheel but silver. So you can differentiate correct. between correct. summer and winter. Yeah, but 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 those those wheels are, are also you. So I didn't buy them. Uh, you know, I didn't buy them brand new. Uh, they were actually the yeah uh, the same seller arranged them for me. Oh so, okay uh, okay yeah. Okay. The same guy arranges for me. He shipped it to my address, and then I went to the local Porsche dealer just to fit them on. So, oh, that's uh, fantastic! Yeah. Fantastic. So, what do you yeah. like the car better with the summer re- wheels, the summer rims, or the winter mm, rims? No, do you like I think the black I think wheels? I think black is black. Yeah, black is black. I prefer black. Then I think you know. Uh, on practicals, during winter, you have a, a bit more, how to say, the, 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 the roads are not so clean and, and so on and so forth. So let's say black wheel gives it away immediately. Oh, on the yeah. on the, uh, on the gray wheel, it's not that uh, visible. So it's kind of a, maybe a practical touch to it, but, uh, but I think it kind of works out quite well, black in summer and uh, silver in winter. So the thing that I noticed, and I don't, I don't know whether this is true or not, but it seems like... Mm. Porsche owners in Europe tend to drive their Porsches all year round. They don't tend to put them away in storage. They don't tend to hide them away for the winter. It seems in other countries, US, UK, people seem to always want to put their car in storage during winter. Um, So you you definitely don't put your car in storage during winter, your 911. You drive it during winter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, why, why to put it in storage? I mean, <laughs> 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 but uh, okay, maybe, maybe I, I can see the point. You know, when uh, I, I don't know, I think, I think in different countries. I mean, I, I traveled uh, quite a bit as well. I think in different countries they put. Sometimes they might be putting some uh, chemicals on the, on mm. the road, especially salt, which is not a nice uh, combination with the car. So from that point of view, I, I understand maybe that's not the right thing to do. But for example, okay. at least in Italy, they don't do that. And even in the mountains, when you go in winter skiing or whatever, they usually put some kind of fine gravel or, or, or something. It's very, very oh, seldom okay. that you get some... Uh, so they don't uh, use some, the salt. some chemical or stuff. No. Right. They don't use not the salt a, like in the UK. Really. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, that's yeah. so maybe, 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 maybe that's the reason. Yeah. yeah maybe, that's probably... maybe that's the reason. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you bought the cover... So and no, nothing else you want to buy for the car? That's it? You don't have a long list? Uh, at the moment, actually, I, I was thinking about it, but uh, not uh, not really. I'm, uh, okay, maybe maybe one thing I'm sort of not 100% convinced yet in the car is actually the seat. <laughs> because okay. uh, actually, the, the when, when the car was specced new, the first owner specced um, uh, Recaro seats from Porsche Exclusive, which you might think, wow, this is a great thing. Yes, right. they, they are nice and everything. Uh, I didn't put any interior pictures on my Instagram, oh, which okay. I feel. Uh, but they, they, they're really nice. But uh, when you have uh, a drive, let's say, of, uh, I don't know, four or five hours a day, it, it kind of really makes me wonder if this is the best seat uh, I would like to have. And uh, there, I, I don't have an opinion yet, to be honest. I mean, I, I just want to keep on driving a little bit and, 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 see, and see how I feel. I mean, otherwise, it's it's great seat. It looks great. It has heating. It has ventilation. It has electric, uh, you know, uh, setting. But, uh, but after, as I said, four or five hours of drive, um, yeah. So I wonder, is it, is it the seat or is it, uh, you know, it just has to be different from a Range Rover. For so, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's different to your other cars, different to the Range yeah. Rover. I was going to say that, actually. So, but, but the seats, the Porsche seats, the electric seats, they're, obviously they're, they're electric seats. You know, um, They have quite a lot of adjustment. Don't you find you can yeah. get the seats to, a, to the right position that way? So your seats, sorry, Kestas, your seats are all leather. They don't have any Alcantara. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah they, they have oh, all, nice. they are all, all leather, yeah. And your and, dash, and by the way, your dash is dashes, leather as well? Everything's leather. leather. Everything Center, is leather. Your console, everything Center, leather. Everything is leather. Oh, perfect. So perfect. it's a beautifully nice. fitted car. I mean, and then also the seats have exactly the same color as the interior. So, I mean, it's really well matching. So I, I believe they, they, they really came from a Porsche exclusive. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, they sound like a real, they would have been an expensive option, those seats for the, yeah. for the yeah. exclusive manufacturer. Um, there's one picture on your Instagram that scares me a little huh? bit. There's one right. image on your Instagram that scares me a little bit. Is this this okay. parking in the street in Rome? Now, after being to oh, Rome a couple oh. of times, I don't think I'd feel very comfortable, Kestas, parking my car uh, <laughs> in the street in you Rome. Know, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a risk taker, maybe, uh, but uh, you know, I just didn't want to go there with my Audi. I, I mean, come on, it's 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 a Sunday afternoon for God's yeah. sake, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but You're... but actually, the initial the initial plan was, was different. The initial plan is actually I I get into Rome. Hopefully, uh, I I don't meet too many cars, which is uh, almost never happens in in Rome. And then I wanted to go into the into the um, into the underground parking where sort of it's of course much safer than 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 just on the on the street. Yes. But guess what? It was a really sunny afternoon, something like 17 degrees. Everybody's out, and the parking was full. So, <laughs> so you had no choice. I had no choice. I had no choice. <laughs> All right. So now now you've got your 911. Uh, it's set up. You know, you're happy as anything. It's a great car. It's great, yeah. well spec'd. It's what you were looking for. It's a, you know, it's yeah. a four. It's a GTS. Um, now, has that given you the bug now to get another 911? You've got your Range Rover. Ah. You got your Audi. Is there another 911 lurking, or is that it? <laughs> yeah, it's actually more than one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really, it's really funny, you know. I, but. Uh, uh, you know, when I bought the car, okay, first, uh, one of the, uh, besides sending pictures to uh, to, uh, to my family, I, I sent also a couple of pictures to my parents and said, look, this is my toy, uh, something yeah, I yeah. wanted to do for many years. And the first thing, uh, my, my mother replied, oh, it looks so beautiful and looks so small, beautiful car. So she had like <laughs> no clue of, about the Porsche or whatever, but yeah, she just said, yeah. wow, you got a really beautiful car out there, you know? So like, <laughs> You know, um, approved uh, big time. <laughs> uh, then, uh, when I was talking to uh, to uh, to my wife, I said, you know, uh, maybe con second one convertible would not be a bad idea. Yes, yes. And she said, no, you must be crazy. You forget it. It's, I mean, come on. I mean, uh, we have one. We have other cars. I mean, forget it. Uh, and then after. Um, after a few other rounds, uh, um, I was looking a lot at the pictures of 964, 993, uh, 991s, and then uh, discussed a little. I mean, she 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 likes Porsche. I mean, for I mean, she she has pretty much same opinion. You know, they're beautiful, yes. uh, well uh, well engineered, uh, nice car. So uh, so she agrees with me. Um, uh, but then it looks like her favorite is 993. I look. Okay. I I tried with all sorts of pictures. She yes. she always points her finger into nine nine three. So I think there might be a nine nine three somewhere on the horizon at some Perfect. point. <laughs> a nine nine three Carrera S. That would be a nice one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Indeed, indeed. Not so easy to find, but a nice one. No, not so easy to find. Yeah, not so easy to find. So I think I think actually, honestly, when I, when I uh, when I set out to look for 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 this one, I will really go to some specialized uh, resellers uh, because they know where to find them, they know how to check them, they uh, know how to prepare them. I think it would be, I guess, it would be pretty difficult to find uh, just you know. Uh, randomly from somewhere else you know yes. a good uh, a good 993 to be honest and in good condition but then you're so well located yeah. where you are like trying to find getting one in europe is going to be probably easier than anywhere else so yeah it's your location yeah. is so central to everywhere so at least you you know you have yeah. that you have a better options than most people so i've asked you about normally uh we're getting close to the hour we, we always keep these mm. owner stories to an hour um but I've asked you about your favorite drive. That's normally the last question I ask people, but because mm. you picked up the car and you drove. But are there any other roads mm. near where you live in Italy that you really enjoy driving on? That if someone comes yeah. to Italy or comes, someone comes to yeah. to um, Rome or Florence and wants to do a drive yeah. in between there, is there a great drive you can recommend? 
Sure, sure. I, I mean, look, look uh, uh, there is no shortage of beautiful roads in, in, in Italy. So, I mean, it's almost like, you know, uh, it's difficult to recommend something because uh, I just, just plenty. But yeah, uh, the, 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 there is actually one road that I put on uh, Ultimate Drives uh, lately. I haven't checked if it's posted now, if it's published or not, but I, but I posted that one. It's actually very close to where I live. Uh, it is between uh, three... It's kind of one of the B roads between uh, three little towns between uh, Aquasparta, Norcia, and Castelluccio. So probably none of these names say anything to a person who uh, who is not connected to Italy. But it is a really beautiful drive uh, uh, through the Apennines. Uh, yes, yes. So uh, right now there are some some snow tops. Uh, the road is well maintained. There are some really beautiful curves. There are some beautiful, let's say, coffee shops or little restaurants of the way if you want to. And probably it's around uh, two hours one way. So it makes it kind of a beautiful afternoon drive uh, back and back and forth, four hours and maybe stopping for a, for a lunch. So it's my, let's say, latest discovery. I share it on Ultimate Drives uh, with with the others. Yeah, that I would definitely recommend. Okay, Beautiful. perfect. That's a great recommendation. So just just um, I'm not familiar with it, Kestas, so I, I could be out of touch here. Mm. Ultimate Drives is an app or is a website? Is it just it's, in it's Europe? Both. It's it's both. Actually, uh, it's it, not uh, only Europe. No, no, it's not only Europe. It's an app for sure, but I think it's also an uh, I think it's also a website. And oh, okay. I think they have a, a YouTube channel as well. Oh, to be okay. I'll, I'll check that out. Thanks for the tip. So Ultimate Drives. Yeah. Okay. So the, anyone listening, if they haven't come across that, check that out because uh, you can find out. I guess people just share their favorite drives, is it? Is that what it is? It's a community yeah, thing where correct, you share your drive correct. and then, oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a community thing. Uh, I think to share a drive, you have to uh, subscribe to it, but otherwise you just search. There are plenty of... Uh, Plenty of routes already posted, so and you can choose. You want a, a route for a, like a picturesque drive, or you want a, a drive a kind of for a sporty drive. Uh, so you can even choose uh, choose by what you want to experience on the on your drive. All right, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so I think that's about. We're almost at the end. Uh, is there anything else you want to um, tell the listeners before we leave? We have a lot of listeners in Europe as well. Actually, we have uh, Europe and. Through the actually, we have a lot of listeners in Norway and Sweden and right. Scandinavian countries, which is um, more yeah, so they than are, other countries. Yeah, they are disadvantagedly taxed uh, for cars like cars like this. <laughs> <laughs> is that why I couldn't work out? I think I think unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I think we were like number six in Norway the other day, and I couldn't work out why it seemed to be attracted to people in Norwegians yeah, are attracted yeah. to. No, the I mean, I mean, they have they have seriously high taxes for 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 these kind of cars in the, in the in the Nordics. Uh, so, but okay. so I, I'm sure it's it's true fans who make it. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> it's about the but of course, it is. It is. It is uh, yeah, it's a different story to own a Porsche in the Nordics. But I, I think. I think you know. Uh, just, just get the Porsche. And, and I think I, I, I'm gonna just repeat what many other owners said before me. Just, just get one, because I honestly, I, I don't think it really matters. I mean, is it a nine nine seven or six or nine nine three or whatever you get into or nine nine one, or or even a nine nine two if you are lucky. Um, I think it's just the experience and, uh, you know, passion for driving, passion for the car and this uh, sort of uh, social community thing, which is to me was a bit, uh, let's say, yeah. positive, uh, positive, yeah. unexpected. Um, and you are there and then, uh, you know, uh, you will uh, you will trade up or left or right or whatever. I mean, because uh, actually another interesting fact I came across is that the average ownership of Porsche is around two years right. because most of the people they buy because they think oh now I love it you know this will be my car for you know I'll take care of it and then uh, after experiencing okay maybe I would like a bit more of this yeah, or more yes. of that and then yeah. uh, you know yeah. it, you know the appetite uh, the appetite exactly exactly so so it makes the average time of around actually two years which uh, which I thought okay it was a bit surprising, but uh, now when I drive it, I say maybe it's not surprising. But but still, I have a long way to go. Well, long. I mean, I, I still want to improve my driving skills to be yes. able to experience it at full. At full. 
at full, what it's actually expected to do. Yeah. I think that's good advice. I mean, you know what? I mean, and we keep, and I know we've been saying it through the podcast as well on other episodes, but you know, buy the 911 you can afford now and then work right. your way up. You know, if you can only afford a 996, there's nothing wrong with a 996. A 996 is a great 911. It's still a 911, the essence, the DNA, everything yeah. is still there. And then, you know, you yeah. might have it for a year or six months or two years, and then you can get a 997 or a 997.2. And just make your way exactly. up. But I think what you said, Kestas, you get in there now and then you, you know, you won't, you won't turn back. Once you in, no. it's not only the car, like you said, it's, and you experienced it on the way back from Frankfurt, it's the community, which it's actually community. at first you, you, you're not used to it. You know what I mean? Because you haven't owned no. a 911 and then you, you know, right. it's, it's a great community. Um, right. Which we all are, are starting to realize, which is fantastic. Kestas, thank you very much for being on the podcast. I, um, I really enjoyed hearing your story today on Owner Stories. Um, I hope you thank have you, a great Michael. Christmas and, and thank you for, for being a part of this series. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for keeping it up with the, with the podcast. Great, uh, great podcast. Uh, so thank you for uh, yeah, spending your, your, your time. I'm sure a lot of Porsche fans are very, very appreciative of that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kestas. And thanks for being a member of Porsche Cooled Exclusive as well. It's, um, it's, it's great support. Thank you for that. Um, so that's Thank it for today, pleasure. everyone. Thank you, Kestas. Thank, that's it for today. Uh, that was Porsche Cooled Owner Stories. Um, I have to remember what number. Number 18. Uh, that's Kestas uh, from Kestas Lives in Italy. Uh, and he has that beautiful black with ceramic brakes, the yellow ceramic brakes with the calipers, uh, Carrera 4 GTS in black. Um, thanks, everyone. And bye for now. Oh.